Mitch McConnell supports the impeachment of Trump, and a Hadorian caravan filled with Biden supporters are on their way to America, and Governor Whitmer all of a sudden starts to end lockdowns now that Orange Man Bad is out of office. We're going to get into all this and more, but before we get into this, please drop a like, subscribe, and locations on new videos Sunday. I was going to be random ads playing throughout this content that help fund and support the show, so please bear with me. Let's get into this. This is footage from a Hungdorian caravan full of Biden fans. Let's watch. I left them home, and I'm here today because... I'm dreaming to get to the U.S. What do you want for your people? What I want for my people, I just want patience and peace that we can get to the U.S. because they're having a new president. Where's Biden? He's going to help all of us. He's given us 100 days to get to the U.S. and give us legal mental paper so we can get a better life for our kids and family. My family... All right, this, uh, <laughs> this is exactly what, you know... I'm, I'm, oh my gosh, I'm so lost for it. This is what literally what we've all been saying. We've all been saying this is what's going to happen if you try to legalize illegal immigrants. They're going to just try to flood here as fast as they can in order to get in before the deadline or before the whatever you, whatever's going to be done that's going to make them and give them a pathway to citizenship. And then on top of that, they're lowering the border control. But listen up, socialists. This is my message to socialists. You cannot have socialism with open borders because you're just going to have everybody flooding in here, taking from the teat of the welfare check and taking from the teat of, I guess, the government tax paying, uh, you know, bubble that you created. If you if you really truly want socialism, you need extremely secured borders, and you, because you can't just be giving out this welfare to everybody, it's not fi fiscally uh, possible. So the only way socialism can any possibly remotely, even maybe possibly, still won't work, at least the way to kind of make it work would be with closed borders. But opening your borders, flooding these people in, it's not going to help your socialism. What it is going to help you out with is getting votes and getting more Democrat votes. And that seems to be the plan. Now, hopefully these people just flood into California and then we break California off. We do not want these people in Texas. We do not want them in Florida because they'll just change the complete voting demographics. But the Democrats will probably try to figure out a way to get these people strategically in swing states, strategically in states that need to go blue. And that's the Democrats' plan to keep power. And because even if we do eventually fix the the rigged voting, when we do eventually fix that, they'll have enough legitimate votes of people that came here illegally that they just made legal. Now they'll be considered legal votes. That's going to be another big issue and a big problem that, and another hurdle we're going to have to come across because they're trying to change the demographics of our country. This is why we see so much anti-white rhetoric. This is why we see them trying so much to you know, BLM type of stuff. They're trying to push the white folk out and move in the minority folk because they know the minority folk will vote blue. But the minority folk only votes blue if they stay uh, uneducated on the issues and they stay uh, firm on the programming and they want to, and if they stay on the welfare. That's what's going to keep them voting blue. But we see not all immigrants act the same. The immigrants from Cuba, for example, that go to Florida vote overwhelming for Trump because they came from an experience of communism. They came here and, you know, they just saw it as a land of freedom land of opportunity. It's a little bit different. These people are seeing it as a land of the welfare. So when they come here, they want to vote for more of that welfare. The people that came from Cuba came here because it was a land of the free. The difference. It's not, it's not always about a color and a minority thing. It's also about 
where the person came from and why they're coming here. Now, the South Africa, the South American countries love this. They want to keep, they want to kick their poorest and their worst out of the country, the most unhappy. So when Trump's right, when they're sending, when they're sending people from these other countries, obviously the worst of the worst is coming because they do not have favorable conditions in their own country. So they're coming here. They're going to suck off the government teat, and that's 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 who we're getting. We're not getting quality individuals i mean obviously i'm not making this down to race because i'm sure there are very quality individuals there but the people that they're sending us are the ones that are are the poorest of the poor in one of the poorest countries those are the people that are being sent to us the criminals the the, the degenerates the dirtbags you know he left his family to come here there's not a single woman in this crowd or a child in this crowd it's all just a bunch of jagoffs that are just trying to come here to get a free ride. And hey, you know what? <laughs> the Democrats left that opportunity completely open for them to take advantage of. So it's hard to be all mad at them. They're just seeing kind of an opportunity. They're like, oh, well, we're going to get free stuff if we just go over that border. We got nothing to lose. We'll just leave our families behind. Oh, why not? Let's go. You know, they're D-bags, not going to lie. But the Democrats are opening up this gateway and this opportunity for them to take advantage. That's the big problem. Build the wall. If we, if we need to build it privately, we're going to build it privately. Mitch McConnell privately supports the Trump impeachment and wants him gone. That is right. Rhino Republicans are ready to destroy their entire lifelong career over their hatred for Trump. So Mitch McConnell, and don't expect him to get any of the MAGA votes. Mitch McConnell has allegedly been lobbied by prominent Republicans and former White House officials to impeach Donald Trump, according to a report by CNN. According to CNN, dozens of influential Republicans around Washington have been pushing McConnell and other congressional Republicans to convict Trump. This lobbying started after the Capitol Hill riots, according to the report. McConnell allegedly supported this effort, Mitch said to me, even he wants Trump gone. Allegedly, a Republican member of Congress told CNN, it is in his political interest to have him gone it is the gop's interest to have him gone the question is do how as how do we is do we get there question is do we get there okay in order for the senate to convict trump they would need two-thirds majority so 17 republicans would need to vote in favor of the conviction according to cnn some gop sources believe in a possibility that uh and that a conviction could occur there were 10 House Republicans who voted for impeachment, and there were probably over 150 who supported it, said Charlie Dent, a former Republican congressman. That's 100% true. Now, those 10 completely threw out their chances of ever winning an election again, and the 150 that stayed quiet but did support it are just trying to play ball so they can win re-election. Now, that's going to be the big difference And when it comes to the Trump impeachment is, are the senators going to say to themselves, you know what, screw it, everyone's joining on let's just join on the pile on let's just vote trump against trump whatever but in doing that they're going to destroy their chance because they're going to be primaried hard they're going to they're going to have a really tough primary ahead of them trying to win re-election and a lot of them will probably be completely voted out completely and their careers will be destroyed nobody would ever want to work with them unless they flip sides to the democrats uh so if they want to be smart and worry about more re-elections, uh, they would not vote against Trump. They would stay quiet like the, like the 150 that Charlie Dent said. Um, but if they want to destroy their careers, they can go vote against Trump. Honestly, hey, if you vote against Trump, 
I guess, thank you because now we identified you and now we know to specifically, I mean, you're going to have the wrath of the entire conservative base on social media, just like everybody is just going to, is going to know your name and to know specifically to not vote for you. So <laughs> according to CNN, a current rumor is that Republicans want a Trump conviction because they believe it is critical for the future of the Republican party. They view Trump as a negative to the party. Trump literally is the party. 75 million Americans showed up to vote for Trump. They didn't show up to vote Republican. That's the difference. When Mitt Romney was running, people showed up to vote Republican, and that's why that's why he, he got obliterated by Obama. But when people voted for Trump against Hillary, they were voting for Trump. They weren't voting Republican. Same thing when he had the record-breaking votes, 75 million against Biden. We all know how the whole story with that one. But 75 million Americans, real living human beings, Americans, real voters that are educated on the issues, came out to vote Trump. They did not come out to vote Republican. Trump created a cult of personality that is hard to dismantle, said the former senior Republican official to CNN. Conviction could do that. No, conviction would not do that. All you'll do is just make him stronger and just show how deep the swamp is and how how evil and vile the swamp is that his own party is turning on him for something that he didn't even do. I mean, if if the left, if the, these people realized anything, it's that the more you try to hit Trump, the stronger he gets. So if you're going to convict him, good luck. I wish you the luck because you'll make his base 10 times stronger than ever before. Stop. They think that doing these things, which would normally hurt a politician, normally hurt somebody in their political career. Oh, just let's impeach him 25 times. Every time you impeach him, he's just getting stronger. So what? what why you keep impeaching him? Oh, because like, you know, a regular impeachment, you know, 40 years ago would have destroyed someone's career. But the left has just weaponized all these tools so much where they're meaningless. It's like calling someone the R word. It's meaningless now. You, you overused it. And that's the same thing with all these systems of government and politics, you know, all these things that you can do. Uh, it's all meaningless now. Republican donors called the former Trump White House officials and, talk, and talking uh, points uh circulating around, led behind the scenes efforts. A memo circulating made a claim that is difficult to find more anti-conservative outburst by the U.S. president than Donald Trump in the last two months. The memo also claimed that Trump urged supporters from across the nation to come to Washington, D.C. to disrupt Congress on January 6th and encourage the crowd, which is claimed the crowd was widely understood to include people who are planning to fight physically and were prepared to die in response to the false claims of the stolen election. A memo continues stating that Trump tweeted and made other statements against VP as a uh, as the Secret Service was being forced to rush Mike Pence out of the Senate chamber and into a protective bunker. It is unknown how much of the memo is circulating among Republicans. Republicans are not all, all turning on Trump. There is a pro-Trump faction within Congress uh, who is who still backed the former president. So before we talk about that, let's talk about this memo. Who wrote this memo? Radical leftist? Because anybody who ever listened to Trump's speech or listened to his tweets know that he said, we're here to peacefully protest. There was 12 people. I don't. Why do I have to keep explaining it? I was there. There was 12 people that ran into the, into the Capitol. Out of those 12 people, I would say nine of them took selfies. One of them stole a lamp. Another one uh, broke a window, and another one tried to go through a door. Oh, and another one was instigating the whole thing. That wasn't even a Trump supporter. And then you had some stupid, crazy, wackadoo QAnon person that would literally just, you know what? He, he, he was dressed in a bear costume, looked a little weird. He was literally just standing there with his backpack and the podium. It's a police were just like, eh, could you please leave? What? Like, 
Yeah, that, that was some some insurrection, man. Republicans are not okay. No, no, no. Senator Ron Johnson told CNN when asked if he supports the trial. Johnson also called the potential vote a dangerous precedent and added, I don't even think we should be having a trial. Now, see, the pro-Trump Republicans right now in office are in the best possible position to upgrade from their current status. If they want to go from a House of Representatives to a Senate seat, they're in a prime position to make that move. If they want to go from Senate to running for president, they're in a prime position because right now you have 75 million Americans looking right now. Who is going to lead the charge against Biden right now? And it's kind of like a power vacuum right now. And I think Ted Cruz and Ron DeSantis uh, might be in the running right now. But guess what? The competition's pretty low. So if you're a House Republican or a governor or a Senate, if you're coming out balls a-blazing for Trump, you're going to have the support of the 75 million Americans. And you'll have the best chance to upgrade your status in politics. But you need... To be legitimate, you need to be, you're not, you're not like a, what's her name that was running in Georgia, a, a turncoat. You can't be a turncoat. If you're waiting to erase Donald Trump from the party, you're going to get erased, said Lindsey Graham of Fox News on Wednesday. The idea of moving forward without Donald Trump in the Republican Party is a disaster for the Republican Party. See, now that's the thing. It's, it's, if, if you want to remove Trump from the Republican Party, guess what? You're trying to self-destruct your own party. So that's why I'm saying it's probably coming from the left. Oh, you know, oh, we're going to give you this data. Uh, people don't like Trump. You might, you might want to get him out. And they're, they're doing it purposely to make the Republicans self-sabotage. Soon former Republican lawmakers have called the Trump's removal, including former White House Chief of Staff John Kelly, who said he would vote to remove Trump, and former Attorney General Bill Barr, who accused Trump of orchestrating a mob to pressure Congress and called his conduct a betrayal of office. Listen. I was there. There was tens of thousands of Americans just hanging out on the lawn, doing nothing, doing America chants, chanting, cheering. There were people climbing walls that didn't need to climb walls because there was a staircase right next to it. A consensus among Republicans who spoke to CNN is that whatever <laughs> Republicans who spoke to CNN is whatever way McConnell leans will likely sway many other Republicans on Tuesday. McConnell attacked Trump. The mob was fed lies, said McConnell. They were provoked by a president and of other powerful people, and they tried to use fear and violence to stop a specific proceeding of the first branch of the federal government, which they did not like, but we pressed on. But, you know, when the left gets together in mobs, you know, they actually get legislation done, and they actually, you know, you'll see the politician, oh, BLM mob, okay, quickly, let's do this for them, let's do that for them, let's do whatever. But, when, you know, when MAGA gets together, and we're in a peaceful crowd, and, you know, 12 people get rowdy, um, you know, all of a sudden, there's a big incitement, insurrection, we cannot do anything they say, and you have people actually turning their opinions from saying, I object to, you know what, because there was a mob, I don't object anymore. Where literally, the more public pressure that comes on them, they actually go the opposite way. Um, ridiculous. Impeachment articles will be sent uh, to the Senate on Monday with a trial happening shortly after. So, hey, this is where we're at. All of a sudden that Joe Biden's president and Trump is out, Governor Whitmer erases Michigan restaurant restrictions only two days after the Joe Biden inauguration. Now, she's not the only evil witch or um, 
evil person in government and governors that are loosening their COVID restrictions because Orange Man Bad is now out of office. But this is what she did. She was one of the strictest on the lockdowns. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer announced Friday she would be erasing restaurant restrictions just two days after Biden was sworn in as president. After returning from the festives in Washington, D.C., Whitmer said restaurants could reopen to in-person dining on February 1st. The pause has worked, Whitmer claimed, of the original three-week pause announced 13 weeks ago in November. Oh, wow. We kept you on indefinite lockdown. And wow, what a coincidence that the first, that two days, oh, the, the day I get back from the inauguration of Biden, it all of a sudden worked. Can you believe it? What what impeccable timing, just like the vaccine coming a day after a, a day after the election was lost by the Trump lost the election. The, the vaccine came a day after what incredible coincidences. Amazing. It's amazing. If only Trump had an extra day, if only he had an extra day. The efforts we have made together to protect our families, frontline workers, and hospitals have dramatically reduced cases, and we have saved lives. Now we are confident that starting February 1st, restaurants can resume indoor dining without safety measures in place. All right, so you saved lives um, from COVID. Now how many people died because of the lockdowns hmm. or will continue to die because of the lockdowns? Can't wait for those stats to come out. Winmer will allow restaurants to operate at 25% capacity, and these stadiums can seat up to 500 people, according to Fox 2. Tables can't, must be six feet apart with no more than six people per table. The new station said restaurants and bar will order to close at 10 p.m. The latest order, which will last throughout February 21st, okays the sale and consumption of concessions at restaurants, casinos, movie theaters, and stadiums. It also maintains non-residential gatherings for up to 10 people from two households. Uh, just two days ago, Whitmer left the state to celebrate Joe Biden's inauguration with others from across the country. You know, here was the inauguration by the elites for the elites. You know, hey, don't mind me. We're out. We're out traveling. We're out having a good time. We're with people from all different states and areas, and we're having some high, nice, warm meals. We're probably indoor dining as well. Uh, but, oh, you? Uh, listen, um, we cannot have you go at anybody from any other states um like if, if you know what actually you know what not even the states um yeah you can't even go hang out with your neighbors because they're in a different house oh and you're gonna have to eat and probably just uber eats and you know cook at home every single day oh and you're not gonna be able to go to work um but i'm gonna i'm gonna go party i'll be right back that's the Democrats' motto. <laughs> That's how they act. During the holidays, Whitmer has dis uh, discouraged Michiganers from traveling or spending time with family over fears of COVID may spread. Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association President Justin Winslow said in a statement that the new orders was overdue news. It is now time for the administration to move aggressively towards a more comprehensive uh, strategy, which includes prioritizing vaccination for border hospital industry and establishing clear metrics for... It's like all of a sudden... Now that Orange Man Bad is out of office, we're going to actually work to make America better. Now that Orange Man Bad is gone, these people are sick in the head. And, you know, they're not sick in the head. They're just evil. But any Democrat that still does not realize what is going on, then they're sick in the head. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Please like, subscribe to the post notifications on new videos every single day. If you support my show, please become a Patreon. The show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Patreon.com slash Joey Salads. If you donate, I will give you a call. Download the America Now News app in the App Store and on Android. Um, go listen to the full episode of my podcast, the Joey Saladino Show, on all the podcast apps. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.